Hello, and welcome to Gaming Fix, episode 104, on this January 18th, 2020. I am your host, Andre Cole, aka your girl's favorite uh, podcast host, I guess. (laughs) Uh, I am joined today by an excellent panel of guests. Uh, With me, as per usual, Alex Galinas. I did not injure my hand making a desk. Why would why would you say that? Why would you bring that up? That's oh. a that's a weird non sequitur to uh, start with. Thank you. Uh, also joining us, Allison Saigan. Uh, hi. I can't remember the last time I made a desk, so that's not, neither here nor there. You know, uh, it's everyone should try it at least once in their life. Uh, Sam Harrison. I was on mute. Yes. Hello. And you are on your phone. This is wholly getting, unprofessional <laughs> podcast conduct. It's because I'm getting ready for intro music. <laughs> and, well, oh, well, we need intro music because once again, we are joined by a special guest from the Super GG podcast, bring out, bring Super GG Radio, mouse, excuse me, Getty from Super GG Radio. Hello, welcome. Hey, I, I think the fanfare is way too much. Uh, nope, this is what uh, Alex Arona got. Uh, the time is now by John Cena. You get mm. bring him out, bring him out, apparently. Yep. It's, it's gimmick infringement. I don't approve. <laughs> it's okay to steal John Cena's music. You can't steal Punch Up the Jam's music. Uh, yeah, thanks for joining us. Yeah, it's uh, a lot earlier than I normally record. So if I'm not off here, you know why. Well, you know, you're you're in the Chicago area, right? Yeah, but okay, yeah. I mean, I was it's up the west coast, but yeah, yeah. I, I know how it is. It's always we late here or super early. Uh, but you know, getting up at six a.m. on a Sunday. Ooh, but uh, yeah, thanks, Alex and Allison, for getting up early, and you too, Getty. Uh, well, we're back to our regular, regularly scheduled show this week. Uh, we had Game of the Year and then our predictions episode last time. And then like our before Game of the Year, we had our like clip show kind of thing. So let's just get right into it. Let's get to talking about them games. Uh, so uh, who wants to go first? <clears throat> uh, just free for all. Anyone. Yeah, Andre. What do you want to talk about? What's this game that you brought? Oh, okay. Me? I'm going first. Thanks, Alex, for volunteering me to go first. <laughs> hey, you said anybody. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, yeah, it's okay. I, I don't have a problem with it. I just, I didn't want to, you know, beauty before age, I guess. Uh, I'm the only person here. Uh, <laughs> well, I so. would both of those. Okay, Sam, you're first. All right, Sam, what do you got? <laughs> I had food in my mouth. So, all right. All right, can you review the sandwich for us? I've finished the sandwich. I'm now eating some dark chocolate. Oh, baller. You, you knew you were going to be doing this podcast. <laughs> What's you wrong with dark chocolate? You have to eat during this podcast. It's very hard to sit down and have food when you have a baby. <laughs> so I was like, ah, 10 minutes before the podcast. Finally, time to eat. And now it's during the podcast and you're still yeah. eating. Yeah, my New Year's resolution was to not eat on the podcast, and I broke it within about 20 minutes. Nice. 
<laughs> last week. Not even yep. this week. Yeah, you, at the beginning of that episode, you said you weren't going to eat during the podcast, and then you ate during the podcast. Yeah, I was very hungry. Um, that's what happens when you can't have real meals because you have a newborn baby. Anyway, so... Oh, uh, I, I, I misinterpreted <laughs> that. I thought you said something about a newborn baby being a meal. Uh, well, there is a Blackadder joke about poor people having um, children as a cheaper alternative to Turkey at Christmas. Nice. Nice. Uh, that's that's British TV humor for you. So I haven't been watching any British TV. I've been playing a, a Japanese role playing game called uh, Trails of Cold Steel. I think I brought it up a couple of times. It's part of the Legend of Heroes series. Um, so Trails of Cold Steel. Um, for anyone who has missed us talking about it, or um, who has missed the zeitgeist or what have you I don't think there actually is a zeitgeist for that um, a few people have started playing it this year for some reason it's like um, One Piece, people just start and then other people start because like oh I heard about this thing and it's probably mm. cheap, I don't know yeah, well it did have, it was on, uh, the first two chapters were on sale really cheaply before Christmas and they just got PS4 remasters so anyone who'd been urging to play them but didn't have a Vita or a PS3 was now able to play them on their TV. So that's a bit, that's a pretty big deal. I guess that's why a few people are coming to it. Um, so Trails of Cold Steel is, um, so you know how Fire Emblem Three Houses is like, what if we injected the Persona stuff into a Fire Emblem game? Yeah. This is like, what if we injected the like military school, fantasy world, political, very political storyline into a Persona game? So mm. everything runs on a calendar. You have um, friends who you can make social links with who are also members of your party. Um, you're at this military school, essentially. And um, it's in a, the, the world of the Legend of Heroes, or at least the, the place that this is set, called the Erebonian Empire, is very, very uh, class-driven. So there's, like, nobles and commoners. And previously, nobles would live in the noble dorm and commoners would live in the commoner dorm and nobles get their own maids and commoners are like, you know, stuffed in there in sardine cans or whatever I expect. But for the first time ever, they've made a new class, which is a mix of commoners and nobles, which is the class that you join. And so like the class is really split down the middle. So like there's one guy who's the son of a very high ranking commoner uh, there's the a guy who's the son of a uh, duke, a guy who's the son of like. There's, there's a couple of uh, there's a a, a girl Wait. who's like the son of Duke Nukem. No, unfortunately not. Oh. Although everyone keeps saying Duke a lot, they're like, oh, we must see the Duke, and I'm like, mm-hmm. go on. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it is just it's really really um, like a stripped down sort of persona. So you you have like instead of in Persona where you have like one thing you can do a day and like it's kind of a big cutscene that's got a lot of stuff going on. Like so, if you go and hang out with Ryuji, there will be like an actual story thing for you and Ryuji to do. In Trials of Cold Steel, you get like three bonding points for your free days, and you can spend those to have a bonding session with each character. And the bonding sessions are usually like talking heads. So they'll pull the characters out of the scene and put them stood next to each other and talk back and forth. Um, 
So the reason that um, I'm like addicted to this game right now is because the characters and the world and like the world building and story are so good. Um, so like, I think we all agree that there is there are always duffers in Persona casts. So like, there's a few characters where you're like, I don't like this person, um, and that's just not the case at all with Trials of Cold Steel. Like, there's eight characters I think in the main class, and they're all really really good. Um, every single one of them has something going on. So there's like there's no boring characters, um, and they hint at they kind of hint at what's happening fairly early on. Um, they, a lot of the, several of the characters hate each other. Like it's not like Persona where they all come in and like yeah we just love each other we're all friends now. Where like the character who is a high ranking noble and the character whose dad is like the president basically of the um, commoner government hate each other. Um, and there's loads of really cool stuff like that. And uh, obviously because it's based on Legend of Heroes and all of the games are set in the same world and they have like, they refer to each other, there's callbacks. It's got a really, really good strong world building. So yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to talk. I can't, don't want to talk like monologue about how great this game is because um, you'll probably I'll probably be saying that all year um, but yeah it's a really good combat system yes it is a Vita slash PS3 port and you can tell by the graphics um, but they are stylized enough that you don't go like this looks like trash and I don't want to look at it with my eyes um, yeah I, 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 you know, I don't know if anyone has anything they would like to know about this game but I would just say if you like JRPGs especially if you like Persona games, it's 100% worth a look at. How many Personas do you have? So, Is Jack Frost in this game? There is no Jack Frost and there are no Personas. However... Get this um, game out of here. You make combat, you make your social links, um, you also make combat links. So, like, for example, if I attack a car- an enemy and they get unbalanced, the person who I'm linked with and then come in and attack them for a free action. But they've just introduced this new mechanic. I'm like 25 hours in now. Although some of that time is probably sat on menus while I'm calming my baby down. But um, the yeah, I've just started chapter three. And like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, they've just added this new mechanic where if you, if you do enough assist attacks, you can do like one big cool attack. So they keep kind of adding in mechanics slowly and like intelligently. Um, it seems like really overwhelming at the start because there's lots of stuff to learn and know. But I, it's kind of one of those things where if you pay attention and there is a library in game with books that you can read but with history about the world um, and it's all fairly well written and good, then it, it, it all works out. If that makes sense. Nice. Uh, I think... But you've convinced Pat to play this game too, right? Once he yeah. finishes Dragon Quest or something. Or and Tokyo Mirage he... Sessions. Yep. And, uh, I don't know, several other JRPGs. So and maybe the Dark Souls series. Yeah, yeah, and the Dark Souls series. And Everything. the Arkham series. I think Pat's yeah, playing yeah. the Arkham series. Yeah, if he's, he, he's okay. decided to take on a lot of pro- gaming projects this year. Mm-hmm. Prolific. <laughs> so we'll hear yeah, about I'm it. I'm definitely interested in picking it up, but I just uh, I'm waiting until it's on sale again. But. Yeah, that that was the thing. I should have probably said something when it was on sale. 
because I was like, oh my god, eleven ninety nine sorted. And I don't think you were on any of the episodes to... before. Maybe you were. Oh yeah, no, you you brought little Todd on an episode or two before the uh, game of the year stuff. Mm. But yeah, they're um they've gone back up to thirty five pounds now. Although I found physical copies of both the first two for ten pounds, which is mm. cheaper than I paid for those digital copies on sale. Mm. So you might be able to find cheap physical copies, Alison, if that helps. Yeah, no, I'll keep an eye out. All um, right. But yeah, I can't wait to get to the third one because it's out on Switch. So I'll be able to play it on the train. Nice. I need to get my Joy-Con drift fixed. It's, yeah, you do. I just, I don't use it handheld, so it's not been an issue, but it's annoying it's whenever I like got to pull it out. It's too bad you're not in Tokyo. Then you can have that uh, Joy-Con Tokyo drift. Uh, Getty. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Actually, I did, I did have a question for Sam about that game. Oh, yeah. Uh, first question. Yes. Is there romancing people in it? I don't know. There's, um, very, it seems like there is a clear love interest established because you, but it's also, is it because I like that person? So I've spent more time with them. Um, I've basically looked up nothing about the game. All I know is that, um, the majority of Cold Steel 3 is based on a side quest from 2 that you can only get on the new game plus. Oh, God. So, yeah. That, that's some Drakengard uh, shit. Yeah. Somebody, um, the, there's basically a YouTube guy who does only Trails coverage. And he was like, look, I watched it on YouTube. You should all watch it on YouTube. But if you want to, you can play the game <laughs> twice. And uh, it's also missable on the second playthrough. Awesome. Yeah, that's... Uh, according to a quick Google, there are romance options, and Sam is correct that there is a one they are pushing, but uh, you don't have to go with that. Ah, yeah, because there's like there's a very obvious like canon love interest. Mm-hmm. Like they're pushing this character, and she's constantly talking about how she's like in love with you, kind of because you can you can see a bit of some of the characters' inner thoughts. And she's like, oh no, I'm locked in the room with Reen. What's going to happen? <laughs> and like, she's like sweating. And she's like, must, must, pay, must concentrate, must concentrate. Um, so, yeah, it's, it feels like there's a kind of love interest. But also, um, I will, the, other, the other two characters that I've spent a lot of time with in terms of on their social links, both of them have felt like, one of the, although the the one of them could just e- very easily turn into a really good platonic friend, um, and I think that that would be a really good choice for that game to to not have them profess their love for you. But we'll see. I'd be interested to see how they treat it because, like, obviously in Persona, you can do what I did, which is romance every character, and then get the incredible cutscene at the end where they all find out. Mm-hmm. Um. If only you could romance the boys too, and then. Yeah, I don't know whether there's any um, LGBT characters in this game. There's a couple of characters that seem, I don't know, that seem like they could be, but obviously you're playing as like teenagers, so people are still kind of feeling themselves out a little bit. Uh, It doesn't, minor spoilers, it doesn't look like there are. So sad. That's okay. Based on this guide, maybe it changes. Uh, I, I, I had essentially decided to go with the canon love interest anyway because her storyline's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. Uh, any um, other questions? 
But yeah, what you're seeing, if you guys are watching on on the video version, um, you can see that the game does, you know, it does look like a an older game, but it's like the graphics are really sharp and the st- yeah. it's really stylistically good. If it's um, stylized, then it, it holds up for sure. Yeah, it's very much like Persona 4 is what it looks like. Um, Persona 4 Golden, but with a little bit of graphical polish is exactly how I would describe this game. Yeah. Totally, that looks right from the video. Mm. It's cool as well because all the characters have a. You all have to wear the same school uniform, obviously, but everyone wears it in a very slightly different way, so you can tell from there, like from a from a distance, exactly who's who. So it's anime. Yeah, it is anime. It's extremely anime. All Um, right, there's a whole class war going on. Um, I feel like this would probably make a very good anime. That. I feel like a lot of JRPGs would just this could be like a short series anime or something or a long, you know, like 100 episodes or whatever. Maybe. I yeah. don't know. Well, they Get always that episode the, where they um, play baseball. Yeah, they always turn the PS, the Persona games into anime, don't they? Yes. Yeah. I, I don't know if they're any good, though. They're mm. they're OK. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I mean, I like some of the cutscenes are anime, so oh, there's. There's a there's a, there's one really good episode in the Persona Four Golden anime, but other than that, they're all right. There, there's an episode where sorry, I was just gonna say there's an episode where they really dive into the backstory of Yukiko from Persona Four, mm-hmm. and that one's really good. But other than that, yeah, yeah, right. a lot of the um, side content is really good in Trails so far. It's like fun stuff. Like I just had to find a guy's secret admirer by um, going to the florist and tracking down who had bought these weird specific flowers. Um, and he's like really excited about his secret admirer, and then you find out who it is, and like he's like, "I'm not excited anymore. She's horrible." So sad. Yeah, it's give love thing. a chance. Yeah, it is funny, and his maid saves him. So obviously, I have like zero empathy for him. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, moving on from the maids saving the day, Getty. Our, our esteemed guest. Yep. <clears throat> what have you brought to share with the class today? Well, nothing as well established as uh, I'm sure what everybody else has. But on the podcast that I'm normally on, Super GG Radio, and you can find us everywhere, oh, yeah, usually at Super GG Radio. Uh, we play a lot of alphas, betas, and just stuff that is in development. So one of the games that I was homeworked with was Scourgebringer. We got a beta key through Discord. Uh, It's pretty interesting. It's What's the best way to describe this? Uh, We got 2D, Pixel, Castlevania, Metroid, Roguelike. So it it tries to be everything. The main uh, thing that you're trying to do in this game, uh, because it's a Roguelike, is stay alive. So the map is laid out in such a way where you can pick which direction you want to go. And to start, you're just killing bad guys. The thing that this game does really well is the controls. So you got your dash, you got a couple of different sword attacks, but everything feels so fluid. So you can easily jump off the wall, do a a flip with your sword, and then slice into a couple of different enemies. Or try and stun lock them into submission. And then, inevitably, you'll die, and you'll need to spend your skill points in order to level up a little bit. 
since it's still in alpha, there's only a couple of items that have been unlocked on the skill tree, but the screen has probably 40, 50 different nodes that you can feed your skills into. Um, unfortunately, right now it's just health and one other skill that you can unlock. I'm looking at like some gifts and stuff of this and it uh, I'm finding one where it's like fighting like a jellyfish enemy and you're they're like shooting little fireballs at you and then jumping you're jumping in the air and shooting fireballs back. It looks pretty cool. Like in motion, it looks really nice. Yeah, it's very fluid. The way that you're able to switch your attack between the couple of different you, you do have like a shoot attack and there's also an ultimate. I haven't uh, played with that too much. I'm more dash and sword but it definitely uh, for an alpha feels really good uh, i played some really really bad alphas like <laughs> we're talking uh, there was this one that was just a tiny little map and you run around with uh, your skeleton guy and you try and get to the top there's no resolution to it it made me feel bad but this game actually makes me feel pretty good okay it's cool uh it, are there like any sort of objectives yet or is it r- literally just get as far as you can collect as much stuff and then die and then do it again yeah right now it's just get as far as you can uh, once you die you go to this other menu with a, a guy that is asleep and he's talking in his sleep but as far as i can tell for the 30 40 minutes that i played he doesn't have any purpose yet you can buy food items from the store if you find it in in one of the map tiles, but I can't figure out how to get him the food. He wants a cucumber. Can't figure out how to get him the cucumber. Cucumbers hmm. are good, but I'm not a fan. I'd agree. What? Big fan of cucumber. Uh, how can I, you not like cucumber? cucumber uh, like this. I don't like cucumber. What? <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> uh, but hey, Would, despite this. This madness. The one thing that I'm watching, like I'm watching the video about the game here, that metro, that sorry, that map is very Metroid. <laughs> like yeah. in the top right corner, it's just got that map that's the squares, and it's just like, okay, you've been here, you can go here. So, is anything gating you, or is it just like these are all combat arenas, and you're just going to the next combat arena? It's all combat right now. Mm-hmm. So yeah. the only thing gating you is when you die, because it all right. refreshes. Gotcha. Except I for your skills. Can. I imagine as they get more stuff in there, like some of those skills, kind of like dead cells where they've got like the hidden paths and you can't get down them right away. But as you progress through the game, when you go back through those areas, you can hit those new paths. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, is there any interested having looked at it? That's cool. Where'd you get a spoon uh, from? <laughs> I thought you had a sandwich, Sam. <laughs> yeah, you had a sandwich, then you had chocolate. Did you move on to ice cream? No, I have a, I have a yogurt. Well, okay. it's not technically yogurt because it's made of soya. I have a, <laughs> a, a soya dessert from Alpro. I'm doing vegan hey, they, they did not pay for a sponsorship spot. Cut that, Alex. Well, what Cut if they paid out. me? Bleep it. All right, I'll bleep <laughs> it. Then I would, I would have uh, some serious concerns, and you will hear from our lawyer as we sue you for... Uh, but Andre, I'm arms. your lawyer. <laughs> you are? Yeah. No. You didn't pick a very good lawyer. No. 
Ah, bamboozled again. But yeah, that, uh, that game, like you, you mentioned all of the different, like kind of um, like all the words of like, oh, this, there's a roguelike a Castlevania, but it's like all of those sound really good. So I, I'm, I'm definitely interested in checking it out. It, it sounds like a game that would have come out 10 years ago. Yeah, like, but it's it probably learned from it. It, it learned it probably learned from a lot of those games that came out in yeah. that decade. Oh, it for looks, sure. It looks like it does have that kind of rogue legacy lineage yeah. to it. But so did Dead Cells, and it did its own thing. So yeah, it seems yeah. like this will probably do its own thing as well. Yeah, that's that's, that's not a bad thing. It's, no. It it very much seems in that vein. Uh, get it? You were going to say something? No, I mean okay. unless it's okay if I can talk about control for forty five minutes. <laughs> oh no I'll just oh, I'll step away it's fine yes please <laughs> I, I don't want to cause any more hardship than I already have I know I'm taking up your time here no no, no, no we're happy this to have you this guy's made of rocks and his name is Judge Body Boulder Ooh, that's good oh. that's good oh my god oh my god okay so I was talking <laughs> to some students yesterday I was talking to some students yesterday and they came they were talk- they wanted to talk to me about Universal Studios Japan uh-huh. and they're asking like oh what do you call Universal Studios in America or like Disneyland in America like, Disneyland America I'm like, no it's just Disneyland Disney World Universal Studios Universal Studios Hollywood I don't know anyway they were saying like oh we went to the Terminator 4D experience or whatever and they're like, what, oh, what's his name? And they, they call Arnold Schwarzenegger Schwochan. Schwochan. <laughs> because they can't say his full name, so Schwochan. Oh my um, God, that's amazing. I love yeah, it. Yeah, it's very good. I love why, it. Why Chan? Because <laughs> it's He's massive. endearing and cute. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think that's why. Like, it's kind of ironic. Yeah. Uh, that's very fantastic. funny. Yeah. I just remembered that. Yeah. It's really good. So, just, so that's, oh, sorry, go for it, Alison. No, I, I, I just, I feel like now we need to bring that to America because that yeah. is, that is wonderful. Yep. Governor Swochon. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway. So that, uh, that's control. Yeah, that's, that's control. <laughs> uh, number four game of the year from Gaming Fix. Uh, to, to how, how far in are you, uh, Getty? I have just unlocked the the part where you need to go find your brother. Uh, he's okay. He's already gotten to the main area, so I want to go talk to Pope again, and I think she's going to send me on a, another mission. But mm-hmm. I'm trying to knock out as much of the side stuff at the same time. I was able to beat the refrigerator boss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I'm having a little bit of trouble with the plant boss. I get it down okay. to about. A tenth of its life and then it just rages on me mm-hmm. well you just gotta keep doing it until you get lucky and it glitches out and it doesn't fight back oh <laughs> all right also at, at some point you can kind of ignore a lot of the side quests like there's gonna be ones that show up on your screen they're like you have 20 seconds to do the side quest you can ignore oh, them. Yeah. you can totally ignore those yeah the like oh incursion in the whatever yeah. in the incinerator probably. yeah the ones that show up when you're, you're in the middle of doing something else <laughs> Yeah, the best part of those is it gets you that font treatment. Just randomly like, oh yeah, love that font. Uh, I find it jarring at times. Oh, whenever you walk into a new new area, oh, it's great. I love it. And then it's like, it's like the best part of that game. Um, Yeah, that sounds about right. But 
I, I feel like the TV programs are probably the best part of the game. Oh, uh, they have the, the actual guy that's doing all of the... The, uh, the puppets and stuff? Yeah. No, those oh, things and... freak me the hell out. <laughs> uh, I, I know the best part of the game and you haven't got to it yet. Yeah, you haven't. It, it just it's, my mind's going to be blown. Yeah. Uh, my mind was blown and everyone kept telling me how, great, how there was something great coming. And they were like, it's coming. It's really good. And constantly everyone was like, don't worry, you'll get to it. And then it was incredible. All right. I was still blown away. There are multiple moments in that last bit that are very good, just like, um, like moments. Uh, I think I need to replay that game. I just need to sometime. replay that one chapter. Um, but anyway, this also has like my least favorite part of the game in it. So, uh, yeah, I just want to replay the game on my Xbox One X. Now I've got it. I feel like that might be a good. Oh yeah, because you played it on on PS4. On right? PS4 Pro, yeah. Okay. Oh well, that's not even like that much of a difference. Anyway, but there is isn't there actually quite a big difference? I thought there was. Uh, it like depends a... on the game, uh, but mm. anyway, uh, Allison. Yes. You've been you've been sleuthing about. I have. I've been veritable sleuth. Uh, Digimon Digital Allison Digimon <laughs> Digimon so... R Allison. I played this game for like nine hours and was like, this is a really good game. And then never turned it on ever again. Oh, that's sad because I, I, I've, I've been really enjoying it. So I've, uh, so in case you aren't aware, I've been playing Digimon Stories Cyber Sleuth, uh, which is a game I've always been kind of intending on playing. Um, but then I saw that the complete version, which also has the second game, um, is not only on Switch, but then they had it on sale. So I had to pick it up. Hard to turn that down. Yeah, you can't. You can't not. No, but it's it's been it's been really fun. I uh, so basically, I for my personal history with Digimon, I've never played a Digimon game before, but I was really into the anime when I was a kid. So it was one of those. I liked yeah. that movie with the Angel Mon, where it's like the big the big angel and like the it comes into the real world. Maybe I watched that movie a lot. I don't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I, but I, I was really into the series a lot. Like, like I, I played Pokemon games and I liked the series, but I would have, I was definitely, I, I feel like it's kind of a cliche, but I was definitely that person that was like, Pokemon's great for the games, but Digimon has the good stories. Uh, so yeah, I said that too. Yeah, I, I think it's like people, a lot of people have said that, but that's definitely something that I was interested in so when i heard that they made a game that was good i was definitely intrigued and so far i've been really enjoying it um so this is the second game of our podcast that's clearly has persona-esque uh things to it only the thing that's uh similar here is that since you have digimon um you can romance the digimon oh yes oh man does agrumon fuck (laughs) <laughs> of course <laughs> what about Gatamon there, there's, there's some uh, there's some Gatamon eats ass no there I, I, God, there's it's 2020 some... everybody does it okay well <laughs> okay okay is the right answer to that uh, just like sure I just I just want to move on from this um, but the, the thing that you do is uh it's it's a lot of the like you the aspect in persona where you're where you're um 
getting persona Aspect. and my god <laughs> or you're getting persona and you're uh combine you know they're you're combining them and you're uh trying to get stronger ones this is basically it where you're um getting digimon which like when you first start getting them you are basically scanning them in from like like if you have enough uh encounters with a, with a specific digimon you can uh convert them into one of your own digimon uh but uh it's 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 also a lot of like doing like raising them and digivolving them and then like digivolving like de-digivolving them so that you can just try to get stronger ones and also so you can try to complete the uh um they're ver- like it's not a pokedex but like that's kind of how i'm viewing it is it a digidex no it's just like they, i think uh, it's it's called the field guide which is less exciting but i was gonna say like a digi atlas but field guide a digital field guide I mean, dude, I suppose this guy's just named Wizardmon, and he's just yeah. a dude. No, there's a lot of them that are just people, and you're just like, I Angelmon. Angelmon is just like a, a dude, dude, but also an angel. That's true. Yeah, there's. I mean, let's talk about Cinderace, which is just a furry. It's all the fire Pokemon, or not? Not the fire Pokemon, but yeah, the the Pokemon have fire been getting more and more furries. humanoid. Charizard, yeah. Classic yep. furry. No, it's a scaly. Yeah. <laughs> I just like uh, how you guys were both like, yes, I, I understand. Um, goofy, goofy is a scaly. He's a fire type? Goofy's a funny animal. No, Goofy's a oh scaly. Um, anyway. Anywho. Um, Digimon. Digimon. Uh, so uh, the, the battles are pretty much um, kind of like typical persona sort of uh, um battles where where you have an attack but you also have a special and it's it's turn based. So it's it's kind of like a standard JRPG but with you're using your monsters to fight in your stead. Um but what I think is really cool so far at least is the story. Um where basically it it's it's so hard to describe because I feel like I could go on and on for a good 20 minutes going into the details of the story. Um, but it's basically you're logging like everybody in this world, it, which is basically Tokyo, but future uses this kind of virtual chat room, like digital world um, called Eden. Uh, but there are hackers in Eden ooh, uh, that are using Digimon, which at first people think are basically uh, these like hacking programs. Uh, that are in the shape of monsters for whatever reason. Um, but you are basically given the uh, ability to capture and use Digimon. And uh, there's just like a lot of twists and turns so far. I was telling uh, Andre last night that there was a like side story that I don't think I'm going to ever like get out of my head because it was genuinely like very spooky and really mature because like I think that what one of the things that they did with this game is Pokemon like since the games have been popular for years and years they keep uh making sure that they can intend that all ages can play this whereas Digimon Story Cyber Sleuth it feels like 
it's a, a lot of it's aimed at people like me who were kids when they first were fans of Digimon and then grew up. And so there's like a lot more of a maturity to it. Um, it there's, there's some definite, uh, really interesting implications of, uh, some of the things that are going on. But yeah, there's this one story, side story that I was just like, I need to take a break from this game. It, it kind of messed me up. So, uh, it's, it's really, it's really cool. Um, one of the things that I kind of wish was a little bit better implemented was basically you are among many other things that are going on. You're also a, uh, cyber sleuth at this detective agency, um, which for plot reasons, you're able to do a lot of stuff with, uh, like jumping into computers and things like in a very Digimon way. Um, but, uh, there, there's, uh, some basic like investigation stuff. And I just think that they don't really use it quite as much as I would like. Um, so, so a lot, because a lot of the investigation is basically you get a keyword, like, um, you're asked where you could ask people about something like, like eat in the virtual world. And so you go out around and ask people until you get the right person and then they tell you. Whereas I, I feel like it would be nice if there's a little bit more investigation. Um, similarly, there's uh, like you have a lot of various uh, things that you can use like to that are outside of the battles. Like um, like you can unlock a door, like unlock door digital doors or you can turn yourself invisible or you can... Uh, like there's a lot of like little tools, but they're really used basically. So it would it would have been cool if they had a little bit more of a puzzle aspect to the sleuthing, especially. Um, but overall, I am just really really enjoying it so far, and I've heard that the story so far, and I'm only on chapter like eight or I think I might be just starting chapter nine, um, out of twenty. And I've heard that the story actually like ramps up even further near the end. So I'm, I'm just really excited to get to that. Nice. I've heard nothing but good things about like that game. And I, I don't think I've heard much about the second one, but yeah, it's, it's, I think it's a side story in the, in the franchise. I'm definitely interested in playing it after this. Um, just, it's just something that maybe I'd want to take a break, uh, after playing mm -hmm. this one and then go back to, uh, the side story uh hacker's memory but yeah is it gonna make you watch digimon try you know i'm i'm considering it because it's just like i i think i underestimated the level of nostalgia this was going to bring me because i was uh I, yeah because there are a couple of times where like i got specific digimon and i was just like oh my god it's that one um so i think i definitely underestimated <laughs> that i know like three digimon dude the uh, digimon gets no. pretty crazy by the end of like the original show it does and the like, story, it's really good it, and then it, the so, story gets like like dark at times like i just remember like there are certain moments in like the in particular like the second and the third seasons which were my kind of like the ones that i was the most interested in they got like really like 
dark. to watch it sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Like, okay. especially when there was like Apocalypse Mon or whatever it was called. And like, they go back to the real world and the real, wor- real world is basically post-apocalypse in some ways. Yep. What? Yeah. You should watch story, Digimon. <laughs> There's one, I've, and, I've seen like the early like season one stuff, and then but season, not after that. And then you have season three where uh, one of the characters, Digimon, dies. Yeah. And it's like completely throws her into like a depression spiral. And you're just like, oh, my God, like this is intense. Um, but it's, let me tell you about Bye Bye Butterfree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my god, that episode. Um, but no, this is. I think also the setting is one of the cool things too, because it it does kind of. If if you watch the uh, series, it does the kind of similar thing where um, a lot of the action takes place in the in the real world, which is like very specific real locations in Tokyo, Mm -hmm. but then also uh, digital world. But sometimes there's like things where it's like kind of starting to merge or starting to like move over into the real world. So it has kind of a lot of those kind of uh, Digimon story tropes that, that you might be used to, or at least if you, if you've watched the the show. So it's, it's really, I I think really cool about that. Cool. Noise. Speaking of uh, persona like games, uh, Alex, I believe you've got and and like something like Digimon and Pokemon. You, you've got you got two avenues here, Alex. Uh, a, a path diverges in a in a wood. Which path? Which which path do you take? I don't remember how poetry goes. <laughs> I didn't want to interrupt because this was good. This is going I, real no, well I wanted for to you. Hear you do the entire poem. <laughs> uh, two two paths diverge in a in a snowy wood. Right? I don't know. You got it. That's all. That's all I got. That's all I got. So, um, do we take the Temtem Road or the uh, the idle the idle path? Let's 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 take the. Did idle you path actually most. get to play Temtem? Yes. Oh, are because we gonna go? Are we gonna go for Temtem instead? All right. Let's I, do this. I I played a little bit. I only got like five minutes in before the stress test stressed me out. Oh God, <laughs> yeah. So the stress test of Temtem. So for those who are not aware of what the hell Temtem is. Uh, it is basically Pokemon, um, but it is unlicensed Pokemon, so it doesn't have any of the characters that you you love. It doesn't have any of the. It, it ain't got no Pikachu, and like it, it has a lot of divergences. Like when you let's take one step back. <laughs> it is Pokemon to a T to the point where you meet with a professor at the very start, and he asks you to pick one of three starters. And the first thing I noticed upon getting to the starters is like, oh, I'm expecting uh, my grass, my fire, and my water. But no, the types were like uh, crystal, uh, melee, and... And fire, right? No, it wasn't One of of mine was psychic, I want to say. It might have been psychic. psychic. Yeah, that's what it was, psychic. And I was like, oh, okay, sick. I don't know how any of these like <laughs> these, yeah, these type the matchups. Matchup. I don't know how the types matchups are going to go. And that's kind of interesting. Well, well, wait, crystal. Okay, let me guess. So it's crystal melee psychic. Psychic beats melee. Melee beats crystal. Crystal beats psychic. I think crystal and me- melee should go together because I feel like those who are on meth are probably real good at punching <laughs> people. But um, 
Either but way, you, you can you punch the crystal, but then the crystal shatters. The, 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 well, yeah, I mean, well, yes, and there's rock paper scissors, but then the crystal, like, I don't know, takes the psychic energy and just like, nah, we're gonna hold it. <laughs> nah, it's gonna make us stronger. <laughs> yeah. And then the psychic's like, nah, you can't punch me because I block your punches with my psychic powers. I don't. Is that how? Is that what the like the matchups are? Yes, exactly. You hundred percent nailed it forever. <laughs> um, but. Either way, it's it's very 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 Pokemon like without being Pokemon, and it feels like it. It looks like it, um, but the 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 kind of thing it's got going for it, apart from that, is the fact that it is an MMO. So once you get past a certain threshold, which is basically picking your your Temtem, uh, you're put back into the world, and suddenly there's a billion trainers all around you, and you're able to fight them, and you're able to cooperate with them and things like that. Uh, which is something Pokemon has desperately needed for years. And you could get, if you used Pokemon World Online, which got shut down for a while, uh, which is a fan a fa- fan-made MMO basically set in like uh, gold-silver uh, era. So it's both Kanto and Johto. But but Nintendo saw that and it was like, no, 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 you can't do that. <laughs> because people were like literally... Selling for money, like, hey, you can buy this Umbreon and stuff like that. So, you know. Anyways, Temtem seems like a better implementation of the multiplayer than Pokemon World Online ever was. And it seems like it's got a lot of original ideas going for it. Uh, so it's it's been really positive so far. I'm interested in playing, I think there's another stress test today. So I'm probably going to jump back in. I, Getty, maybe you know, I, I don't think that your progress carries over, so it's probably going to have to start all over again, but I'm not sure. I, yeah, I don't know. I know that, I think yesterday was actually the stress test, and there's another oh, one tomorrow, shit. at least for my time. So I got to play, it was last Sunday or so? Oh, it was okay. on the weekend. Yeah, but yesterday, Saturday yeah. For me. Um, I, I don't know about you, Alex, but I was really concerned about the professor in it, because the boy that he was hanging out with, they kept running places, uh-huh. like straight up booking it. Like I don't trust adults to grab people's children and run places with them, even if he's a professor of anything. That's you know what? That's a very fair point. And yes, it does look like it was yesterday. So shit, I'm not going to be playing it today. Um, uh, but one thing I appreciate is when they're running, they flail their arms around in a very bizarre way. Oh, they're fast! Like they're, they're really fast. fast. Yeah, it's great. Um, yeah, the professor's weird, and also your um, your rival's a real butthole. Yeah, possibly the worst one comparing it to the Pokemon games. Yeah, like she's just kind of super hella aggro all the time, and just yeah. But either way, the, um, the rival in Pokemon Gold and Silver was hella aggro all the time. I don't he even was remember. Just like it. supreme dickbag. Was that his name? But. Yeah, but no. did it, well, did I mean, it make well, you, you lose make the battle with that person? No, because Temtem makes you lose that first battle. Yeah. It's like, oh, you, know you think you're Pokemon you should you're pretty make good? you lose those battles? You're not yeah. good at all. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, dude. How good would Pokemon be if it was like, oh, pff, you think you got this? No. Yeah, it's like I'm gonna humble you, kid. Look, you yeah. ain't gonna always be winning in life. What well, bad shit? Yeah. So yeah, but yeah, I think Temtem at its core. Seems like it's going to be super intriguing, and I'm definitely going to be in for the real one when it comes out. Uh, the stress test, like it, it's an alpha stress test, that it was crashing all the time. Like whatever, it, it happens. 
Uh, so there would be sometimes when you walk out of a house and then suddenly your screen would be black and you're like, well, got to restart the game and get my connection to the server back. But like, you know, whatever. I can't hold that against the game. It's a stress test. So yeah, uh, I mean that would happen to me loading into like the tower in Destiny Two when it launched on PC. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And this is a much smaller scale game than that. So <laughs> and an alpha. Uh, so you know what? I think it'll be okay. Yeah. Um, it's How even, are the like the designs of the creatures? They're good. Yeah. They the temtems. They do. They they, they they do not feel derivative of Pokemon, which I think is the danger uh, you have with a Pokemon uh, clone. Even though, yeah, <laughs> it is a clone, but like it. Pokemon like. Yeah, a Pokemon like. You're right. Uh, but yeah, it does not feel derivative. They feel pretty original. Um, oh, that's good. I, I'd be interested in seeing some of the like mid to late game characters. Like, I don't know. Sure. I don't know if they do evolutions. I imagine they do, but n- no idea. <laughs> no, I like I said, I barely got anywhere. It just kept crashing. It's crazy. Is there like a release date planned? So Is it it's, this year, or uh, to my knowledge, there, it's going to be. Give me one second. I'm going to pull up the schedule. They have one more stress test on January nineteenth. So that is tomorrow. tomorrow. Uh, and then I believe the week after is when they're launching into early access. Or no, sorry, January okay. 21st, they're in early access. Uh, okay, via, so that's Tuesday. Yeah, via Steam or Humble Store, because this is a humble, humble published game. Right. Hmm. So yeah. On Kickstarter, from Kickstarter. So Yeah, from Kickstarter. It's, it's a really neat thing. Uh, we'll probably be talking about it again at some point. Uh, oh yeah, it's right. some... I'm definitely interested in giving it a shot. Maybe not. I don't know if I'll be giving it a shot right away when it launches, but yeah, it seems it seems really neat. Yeah, like I didn't get in on Pokemon Sword and Shield because I played Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, or not both, mm-hmm. but you know Ultra Sun. Uh, but this this has enough new stuff going for it to where I'm like, yeah, let's let's do this. Like it has like dialogue options and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know if I'm necessarily as interested in the like MMO aspect, but. I, I'm I'm just interested in seeing what yeah, more they can do. I, totally. I wonder what like the MMO aspect actually adds to the experience. Yeah, I'd be interested. Just, I'd you be can interested see too. other people there, or you can what you can. No, yeah, but, but is that all? No, or? no, I think you can trade and battle them. You okay. you can do two v two battles yeah. with them, uh, okay. stuff like that, or two v one. I think uh, or one v one or whatever. But anyways. Yeah, um, I don't know if there's that much more to say about it for now. It seems cool, and probably next week, I think Pat and I will probably be talking about it. If he's back, I don't remember if he's back by then. But well, if he's if he's made it through his uh, the rest of the Dishonored series, Dark Souls, <laughs> Dragon Quest, uh, Arkham, maybe he'll have time for maybe, time. maybe he'll go all the way back and play all the Final Fantasies so he can really understand what's going on in Kingdom Hearts. And then he's got to play the rest of the Yakuza series so yep. he can be ready for 7. Yep. The best JRPG of this generation of consoles. 7 seems like it could be there. But you know what is a really good JRPG from the previous generation of consoles? Hey, the well, previous that was a, uh, generation of Nintendo. Trails of Cold Steel. That was a beautiful uh, beautiful segue. Thank you. I set him up, you knock him down. Yeah, we got this, Andre. High fives. Um, and that is Tokyo Mirage Session. Woo! So... I never had a Wii U. Um, well, I borrowed a Wii U for like two weeks to play, uh, what was it, Breath of the Wild, which it was all right. Anyways, um, yeah. but I never played Tokyo Mirage Session um, when it came out. I know, Allison, you have waxed rhapsodic about it for quite some time. 
and I trust your JRPG opinions. So I was like, okay, yeah. As soon as we saw, I, I think we were all watching the Nintendo. Uh, direct where this was announced as a remake, and all of us went, "Oh shit!" I think I yeah. was watching it in my office at work, and I was really glad that I was alone um, because I shared an <laughs> office. Because I, I literally was like, <gasps> like gasped very loudly <laughs> and very weirdly because <laughs> I was so excited. You like had a moment of just, I, yeah, turning into I a. Think I was on yeah. the toilet, and I was very glad I was on the toilet. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> yeah. Man, that sounds like the ideal way to get that news. But no, not not saying anything qualitatively about it because it's good. Yeah, yeah. It's um. So for those not familiar with what the hell Tokyo Mirage Session is, it's an Atlas game. I think by the Persona team, uh, which very much has a Persona style in like that it has anime e cutscenes that introduce characters and like set up story plot points and then. When you're in the game, you're controlling a character around, like, well, Tokyo. So, like, moving them a 3D character through 3D space and interacting with people and objects. And then eventually you get into battles that are very Persona like. Oh, also, there's Fire Emblem characters. Yep. <laughs> That's not the only place there are Fire Emblem characters where there shouldn't be. Oh, we'll, we'll get, get there. That we'll, we'll get that's there. a segue right there. Yeah, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get back to that. <laughs> and that's it for Tokyo Mirage <laughs> sessions, everybody. Yeah, to be fair, I'm only like 30 minutes in. So, like, I, I haven't even got to battles yet because, you know, uh, when, when did you get to the first battle in Persona, any Persona game? Yeah. But um, three hours play, in and five or something. Yeah. I played that on Wii U. I played like. Um, 30 odd hours of it, I cool. think. Like a like the majority of the game and then something else came out mm. and I stopped playing it. Um but uh I think it's a really good video game. It's really, really good. Yeah, and it's really uh, it's really interesting because the thing I didn't mention is the fact that Persona is very much high schoolers uh facing themselves in kind of a you know like Jungian kind of way <laughs> of like, oh mm-hmm. meeting your shadow and etc. Uh so that has its own distinct style, but this is very centered around like Japanese idol culture. Um, so like J-pop idols and stuff like that. So Alex, wet. <laughs> what? <laughs> wet. I'm just gonna no, no, nothing. nothing. I thought you were I, I thought it was your game wet. of the year. Oh, okay, it's got wet. it. Thank you. Yeah, no. Uh, now we know one person is a fan. I, I I thought you were saying like a caveman, like Alex, wet. <laughs> No, Alex, wet is it water? It's water. Water Sorry, something. Asa. No, it's wet sweat ASA. Yeah, no, that, but it's yeah, water, what, then wet yeah. sweat yeah, ASA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh see, Thanks. I thought you were going up. for like Cut this or okay, back up. <laughs> I thought you were going for like, Alex wept like Jesus wept in the Bible. No. No, I, I thought like, idol I'm culture, so ASA, <laughs> a, Al Borland, the Somium file. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Totally whiffed on that number, one. Thank number you. six game of the year from Gaming Fix? Number one game of the year on my list. But um, um I, yeah, I think what they didn't put the what how do they do the mobile phone stuff on the Switch? I haven't got there yet. Oh, um you uh, I, I apparently I've, I think I've gotten further into you then. Uh you uh instead of just like looking down you can um uh, like press like, a button. Pull up the phone. Yeah. Um, but there yeah. are certain points where they like automatically do it if it's like oh. super key uh, yeah. story stuff. Kind of like how they did it, it with used to just like Yeah, you used to just like randomly get text messages and uh, your phone was the Wii U gamepad. So you just so like, you look, like down. look down. Yeah. And like look at stuff. 
yeah. Okay. Um, I do still wish they'd put in English VO. I mean, I know not everybody plays with English VO anyway, but um, but sometimes I forget to look at the screen and then <laughs> I lose the story. Uh, okay, I've got two two questions. All right, I've got one question and then I lost the other one. Uh, what <laughs> awesome. has a better What has a better opening? Tokyo Mirage Mirage Sessions or Final Fantasy X two Ten two. I don't know if I ever. The opening of 10 2 is a banger. I don't know if I ever played oh, okay. it. Okay. The beginning of 10 2. Isn't it is a just banger. a music video? I, yeah. I mean, it's Yuna doing like a pop uh, pop concert yeah. in like a Blitzball arena. And it's got like one of the best battle systems in any Final Fantasy for some it's, reason. And the, it's the, dress, the dress sphere, that, yeah. that game is underrated, I think. Uh, Extremely underrated. A lot prob- of people think it's better than 10. The opening of this game yeah. is pretty fucking good, though. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, it is good. Yeah. Oh, oh, now I remember my other question. Glasses on, off. <laughs> I love that. That one of the first oh. options it presents you in the game is like, do you want Subasa to wear glasses? It's yes, like, no, or let us choose. It's like immediately after like difficulty. So you're like, okay, what difficulty? You're like, okay, uh, normal. Great. Do you want Subasa to wear glasses? It's like on the same level. And you're like, Oh, what? Why isn't that just like? A, can you change it later? Yeah. No, no. I think it said you couldn't. And no, I, I thought you could. Could you? Well, either way, one of the main things it says is this does not impact gameplay. <laughs> just like I, absolutely, <laughs> cosmetics absolutely impact gameplay. Her accuracy lowers. You don't notice it, but it's like very slightly lower. I know also, they're 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 uh, lensless frames. They're, it's just the frames, no lenses. Yeah. Either I wish it was um, like Front Mission Three, where you get asked if you want to go to the mall with a character, and that's whether you get one whole plot line from the game or not. Yeah. Uh, it's like there's basically two main stories to that game, and they hinge on whether you go shopping with your best friend or not. Huh. Uh, but to answer Andre's question, uh, I let the the game I let the game choose for me whether or not Subasa was wearing glasses. And when I encountered her, she was wearing glasses. So Subasa was wearing glasses. Right. I would pick glasses. I think I, I picked glasses. I think as a spectacle wearer myself. I think all of us except Andre are spectacle wearers. Yeah, maybe I do wear glasses, but they're 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 frameless lenses. Are they those contact lenses? <laughs> What's got AR in them that they showed at CS this year. Oh God! I don't know if you saw that. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> finally, uh, the future. Uh, the future is now, and it's terrible. Yep. So, can, you, can I use the AR glasses to see what's inside my fridge? Oh, these are not glasses. These are contact lenses. Even better. Yep. So, fridge question still stands. Yes, you can see inside your baby's diaper. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want that. <laughs> I could smell. They're actually at CES. There, was, I think it was. Oh, was it Johnson and Johnson had a for Procter and Gamble had like a diaper monitor thing that's like makes it a smart diaper. You put on the diaper, and then it'll like give you send you an alert when your baby's diaper is dirty. Hell yeah! I don't want any smart devices that are covered in shit. Well, it goes on the outside of the diaper. Yeah, that doesn't stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Fair point. Uh, either way, we're going to be talking about Tokyo Mirage Sessions for weeks to come, probably. Yeah, or, or at least when one of us finishes it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I have a copy coming as well. Awesome. I'm, I theoretically have a review code coming. Oh, I, I had one, and then, <laughs> and then it was claimed. It was used. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't, I don't, I don't know pre- how that works. It's pretty so, cool. So, um, yeah, so yeah, and I know that should have a new one. Too, so we're all... Did you guys notice that Tokyo Mirage Sessions oh God. TMS I... is backwards? Tony Mox Shin Megami Tensei. Oh. Yeah. You're right. This is yeah. actually Shin Megami uh, Tensei 4, or sorry, 5. Yeah. Uh, what if, yeah, what this if is that, that game was... that they've been promising for years? Yep. Since, like, the, yeah, launch, since the announcement of the Switch. Yeah. Yeah. That game's never coming out. Well, it is, <laughs> but it will come I, out on like Switch 2. Uh, I mean, Persona 5 got delayed multiple times, like multiple years. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, so all right. February 14th, 2015 was the first release date they announced for it. Probably. And they were like, oh, maybe not. And then it came out in like. Or June 2017. That sounds right. Something like that. Because I think a lot of people. Were no, it wasn't like, oh, June. It's such a nice day to be February 27, 2015. It wasn't. It wasn't June. But oh god, when was it? I made a tweet joke about it, but I deleted might all my been, tweets. Might have been. <laughs> I don't know what it was. Might have been twenty sixteen. No, I don't remember. Because it was before it was I came to Japan. It was before definitely I came to Japan. Twenty fifteen was when they said it. Was no, uh, yeah, no, no. I mean, when it actually came out. No, seventeen. Yeah. It came out because okay. it was the it near was, year. It was earlier. <laughs> it was earlier than like June because I played it before I came to Japan, and I think I played it during the school year. Speaking, speaking, maybe not. Maybe, maybe, maybe I've been like May. Speaking of diapers full of poop, um, I oh this it is actually 100% relevant, but none of you know it because you haven't seen it. I'm in the process of writing a review for a movie called Kim Ji Young, born 1982. And that is a movie that warrants discussion when we're able to do so. <laughs> Tearing oh, relationships apart like, in South Korea. It is. Yes, it is literally causing uh, couples to break up. Oh. Yeah, like there's many news reports you can read about it. Um, It's very interesting because, you know, South Korea is a very conservative country and this is a very feminist movie. Uh, And it's very, it's actually very, 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 very good. Um, Anyways, we'll we'll talk about that once there is a more accessible way to watch it because right now the only way is illegal and the subtitles are terrible. Mm -hmm. So, Uh, all right. Well, uh, speaking of things that are terrible, no, that's that's too mean for this game. Uh, <laughs> uh, I played a little game called Light Matter, which just released this week. I think on like the fifteenth or something. Uh, which is Light Matter is a puzzle game, uh, sort of like uh, like a portal in structure, uh, in that you're going, you're in a research facility. And you're going from room to room, solving a puzzle in each room, and then moving on to the next room, while uh, some disembodied voices uh, yell at you and degrade you. And then they directly reference Portal multiple times, like by, uh, like how directly by by saying those fools over at Aperture Science. Jeez, oh, <laughs> and um, they do that like twice, and then also there's just like one of the one of the oh they talk about like inanimate objects at uh at aperture science and then they have like a turret and a little not quite companion cube no it might have been no it's one of like the weird refracting cubes that does the lasers uh so they've got like one of those cubes and a turret in like a room somewhere uh and if you're gonna like invoke portal you should 
not one, you should not name portal or not like, you know, not directly go, Hey, remember portal, Mm -hmm. especially if your game is not as like engaging or interesting as portal. (laughs) Uh, Because like, I don't know at the time portal was like amazing with your, you know, shooting the portals around and going through them. Like the way you changed between areas and the speed and like the puzzles were really neat. Uh, In light matter, the idea is you can't touch shadows. Shadows have become like not sentient, but they are consuming everything. So if you step on like a, a, a dark area, you just you're done. You're dead. Uh, so you're trying to like jump over shadows. For some reason, you can jump through the air over a shadow, but you can't touch the ground where a shadow is. Well, I, it's like you get you get what? got by Shikimaru in Naruto and he does his like uh, Shikimaru. What's his name? The shadow clone guy. Yeah. Oh no, that's Naruto. The shadow, the shadow shadow guy, like binding jutsu, jutsu stuff. Wait, Uh, but so you can jump through a shadow that is you can you can jump through the air over a shadow, but you can't walk on a shadow. Okay, sure, whatever. (laughs) Because game design is hard. Um. So yeah, that that's one thing where I was like, wait a second, what's going on here? Um. So I guess because it's like an actual like physical manifestation that's like consuming you and it's not just like, oh, the shadow, it's like the ground is where it is. I don't know exactly. But then so you're like picking up uh, lights, lamps, and you're directing them, but you're also very limited. Basically, as soon as you pick up a lamp, you can only turn like 90 or, you know, turn in a circle. You can't like aim it up or down. They're just like static one direction. One direction. And then you've got like... Uh, yeah, that's what makes this game beautiful. Wow. Um, and you've got like lasers that you can get and they're like line of sight thing. Do they tell you the story, story of my life? Uh, and night changes. Do they steal your girl? You, you, you know, far more. Uh, do they, one direction. Do they drag you I down? Do. Dunkirk. <laughs> <laughs> They film one of their videos really close to where I live. (laughs) Harry Styles. Um, Anyway. Anyway. Uh, Yeah. So, like, it's not it's not bad. It's just very like it doesn't do anything super interesting. Um, Yeah. Like light matter. The the interesting the interesting thing about Portal One, in my opinion, was like before, you know, before it got popular and everybody knew the twist. It's like, Mm -hmm. oh, this seems like it's playing it very straight. Like it's like you are going through these these very white labs that have like very Mm -hmm. plain features, and then the twist at the end, you know, like that happens, and you're like, like, you're like halfway through, or you're like, what? Why? Oh, I wasn't expecting this. That's crazy. Cool. But it like does this play it that straight, or does it kind of just like? Turn it on no, its it, head from it, the start. It, 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 I mean, not from the start. It's, it's a much shorter game than Portal, I think, or at least the puzzles oh. are easier, so it doesn't feel as long. So you finished it? Oh, yeah. Oh, I okay. I didn't it realize like you finished two, it. Two or three settings. Okay. Um, yeah. And so it's, it feels shorter than Portal, but it mm. might be similarly length. But it, again, it's not as difficult as Portal because you don't have to think as much for the puzzles. And, even like the puzzles that were difficult, I never had like an aha moment. It was just like, oh, okay, that's I got it. It's done. Uh, and so yeah, it does some similar things to the first portal. Like 
a little too similar, <laughs> uh, which was like, oh, I'm going to go off into the, like the, the side wall, like the vents over here. Uh, and like, yeah, it's there's like a little more of a story, like instead of just like, oh, this person's talking at you. Yeah. There's like a little more of an actual story going on, but it it's kind of not super like amazing. That's unfortunate because Portal came out 13 years ago. <laughs> yeah. This seems about 12 years too late then. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, again, it's not bad. Uh, mm-hmm. There are some interesting ideas. I just don't think they do, like, they don't make them engaging and they don't do enough with those ideas to make them actually interesting. It's just like, oh, I, I kind of see what you're doing here. It Its aesthetic kind of reminds me of, like, Antichamber, mm-hmm. except if it had color mm-hmm. almost. Yeah, like, and it's, it's not like super colorful, but it's like that kind of, um, style, like model, like 3d aesthetic wise, but then like the color palette is different and whatnot, but yeah, um, light matter. I got a 25% off code for it on steam, even though I redeemed a code for the game (laughs) All right, and I can't trade that code. <laughs> oh, cool. I, don't, I don't know. This is just this 25% off coupon for a game. I own sitting in my inventory. Just buy it again. Why yeah. not? Okay. Double Maybe up. I can buy it and give it to one of our listeners. Send us an email. If my, if I sold you on wanting to play this game, uh, or one, one of us. our lucky listeners, you can, you can have the game. Andre said, it's all right. <laughs> uh, to gaming at fix.space. Or uh, Ooh, that's a baby. Yep. Hi, little Todd Her- uh, Todd Howard. Uh, how's Fallout seventy six doing? <laughs> he says he's sorry for Fallout seventy six. Yeah, uh, and he says we'll see. he we'll says see Starfield Todd. is coming along and it'll have Garfield. <laughs> oh, we know. Oh, well, I well we have our E three predictions episode to talk about that. Oh well. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's now time for some news because yeah, a lot has happened in the like three weeks of uh, January of 2020 since we have actually talked about news. Oh, shit, it has been three weeks. <laughs> yeah. And then like the end of December too, but nothing really happened at the end of December because uh, everyone's on holiday. Uh, so to kick us off in no particular order uh, this week, like Friday, I think, or Thursday, mm-hmm. Thursday. Uh, delays, 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 delays. So many delays. Everything is delayed. Uh, most notably, hey, Andre. Square Enix. Andre, you're delayed. Yes. <laughs> ah. Okay. <laughs> <Please continue. laughs> I've been got. Uh, yeah, Square Enix uh, announced they are delaying both Final Fantasy VII. Yep. That game is never coming out. Yep. Yeah. They only delayed it like a month. It's coming out less. In April. Yeah. Well, like, how about the, the second half is never coming out. Right. That's the uh, thing. Is like it's going to come out, but will the complete Final Fantasy VII come out? Like that whole game leaked. Oh yeah. Somebody said uh, like the, if, if that demo. game. Somebody said if that game doesn't end with a trailer for the second part, they fucked up. It's uh, it's been sorry. I know you're you have more to talk about, but it's been surprising how many people seem to not know that this was a first part of the the remake. 
Like I've talked to people. Well, it's because they haven't marketed it yeah. as a Final Fantasy VII remake part one. Yeah. They just re- marketed it as Final Fantasy VII remake. Yeah. So I've talked with people and they've been been like, yeah, this is part one, and they're like, what? There's more. What? There's more. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, yep. So. Yep. Yeah, apparently uh, they have actually have changed some things because it is like an episodic thing and to make it more like a a concise story in this one part. Uh, And again, this if you really want to know, you can find those those leaks uh, because someone was able to download the demo files and the whole game is in those files. Yep. (laughs) So classic. What's the uh, other delay from Square Enix, Andre? Uh, The Avengers game. Which uh, we notably talked about on our predictions podcast and said, we think it might be bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just want to say, apologize to everybody. I muted the microphone and then Peter did a huge fart. <laughs> and I think possibly a poo, which could have been the first poo on the podcast. No, uh, no, so it isn't. I, 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 <laughs> the first uh, live poo. No, look, <laughs> look, uh... I'm just going to say those game of the year podcasts are really long yep. and sometimes sometimes my camera's off. I I can't. <laughs> God. You know, you got to you got to make those fights where you got to make them uh make the sacrifices. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways, yeah, uh, the Avengers game is very delayed to delayed. September, I believe. What was it originally? It, it's it's uh, it was uh May. So yeah. it's delayed like multiple months yeah, like four uh months. To, yeah, four uh, months. Yeah, um, hopefully that means they actually get it right. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Get a service I mean, game right on the first try. Huh. Me and Pat are both going to love it, I'm sure, but I don't think it's going to be any good. I, I hope this actually gives them like the chance to actually get it right or make it better. Because um, They should hire in someone who has made a live service game, I feel. Maybe they have. I mean, you'd hope they have. They're... Yeah, you said it. That's Todd. right, Todd Howard. <laughs> they should hire Todd Howard to uh, come in and make the Avengers game. Agreed. Avengers seventy six. You see, you see that Golden Gate Bridge? You can go there. Oh, <laughs> well, oh no, you can't oh, because it's been blown up. Yep. Uh, all right, so that is. Uh, is there another Square Enix game that was delayed? Uh, I don't think so. Look, uh, is there another? Is like there a Final Fantasy is there game? Another Square Enix game? Uh, who knows? Uh, other notable game delay is also delayed to September is CD Projekt Red's Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah. I wonder what I'll play. Avengers or Cyberpunk? We both, uh, we both know the answer I to that. I feel bad for Avengers. Uh, it, it was already like in a weird spot, but I think... <laughs> That baby just ascended. (laughs) I know we don't have a video version of this podcast that shows it, but Sam raised his arms and the baby disappeared. (laughs) Ah, anyways, to anyone watch, to anyone who is watching, my wife picked him up. Okay, (laughs) thank you for clarifying. I didn't just play on a shelf. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. But Andre, so we. CD Projekt Red has a history of delays. That's fine. Like The Witcher yeah. was delayed yeah. three months or something before. Or sorry, yeah. The Witcher three was delayed like three months before it's yeah. no, like uh, six months. Was it six? It, it was. It, I think it was delayed in fall times or something. Yeah, yeah it was delayed. Yeah. Did the first release date was like fall twenty fourteen, 
and then it came out in May 2015. Yeah. So, like, they have a history of that. But the problem with CD Projekt Red is they also have a history of extremely bad crunch and extremely bad I environments. I mean, with yeah. this announcement, I, I think this was to like shareholders or investors, something like that. Yeah. I think uh, they were saying, like, they just said we're going to be working extra long hours to get it done for the next six months or whatever it is, nine months. Yeah. They also uh, said that the multiplayer isn't coming until till, minimum 2021. I think which, they said winter 2021. <laughs> uh, which, like, they had already said it wasn't coming uh, at, at launch. launch. I don't I wonder if, know what they've said, what the multiplayer actually is. I don't think so. Uh, if it's, like... Like a net runner type thing, or if it's like hmm. actually like a or like a co op thing or what? Um, net runner kind of thing would be cool, but it's gonna be like Watch Dogs, the original <laughs> that had uh, multiplayer. You know, whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You could just, like become you could uh, hack people. You could become like uh, a scissor lift or something. <laughs> the second Watch Dogs had like extremely annoying multiplayer where people would just come into your game and shoot you while you were in the middle. Yeah. Of the oh, so it's kind of Dark Soulsy. Yeah, it was dark. It was it was like a rip off Dark Souls. Okay. Um, but yeah, uh, I, it sucks that they're taking like the extra time, but also like, and we're gonna work extra hard and work extra hours. Yeah, which like that gives me some pause. Like the idea that like doing basically nine months of crunch, like that sounds just I'm, awful. I know this is reverse, but it's actually after twenty one twenty one. Sorry. So it's going to be not this year, and well, next year for multiplayer. In five years, when the Cyberpunk 2077 TV show hits Netflix, <laughs> then it'll reach a even greater height of peak players. Yeah. When um, Henry Cavill plays V. Yeah. When they say toss a coin to your og. But, <laughs> um, I don't toss know. Toss a crypto to your samurai. A, a Bitcoin. Toss a Bitcoin to your samurai. Yep. <laughs> oh God! Do it. you think their currency in this game is going to be Bitcoin? I hope not. No. <laughs> in the latest issue of X Men, they explicitly call out that Xavier is the richest person on Earth because he invented alternative currency called X Coin. Oh. God damn it! It's terrible. That's that terrible. That's one of the reasons why he's the richest man alive. That's great. Uh-huh. Uh, either way, all right. I, I just want to reiterate, like as a, as a developer and. Like the idea of nine months of crunch sounds absolutely terrible. Uh, and sounds I would horrible. expect they have been crunching for a while yeah. already, and and then yeah. yeah, and so probably more like a year of crunch. Yeah, and for those who are not aware, like when The Witcher came out, a lot of controversy came out around CD Projekt Red because they like um, they went around a lot of Poland's like uh, labor laws and like found loopholes that were able. They were basically able to make their employees work like twelve hours a day to like fourteen hours a day minimum. Uh, like it was just really disgusting. And if that's going to happen again, that's going to suck. It's the game is probably yeah. going to be amazing, but like, yo, just yeah. If you're going to delay it six, like three to six months, just delay it a year and let them take it. Make like do it at a better pace. Let people have yeah. good lives. I'm like. <laughs> I'm not super confident in this in me personally loving this game because it's first person, but like still just you know let people live, yeah, let it come out when it's ready, like the game will be better if they spend longer on it, yeah, and I th- like uh, I, I, th- I think c d project red is a big enough company that they could survive an extra three mo- three to six months 
Yes, well, especially hire with some the, new developers to help out as well. I don't. Yeah, I, yeah. I, that argument is scary because that's kind of like, a, oh, can we make a baby in one month if we have nine women? You know. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you can, but that's not. <laughs> as someone who's made it's, a baby, well, yeah. <laughs> uh, they could. Uh, you know, there's the whole thing like actually crunch doesn't benefit and yeah. can sometimes actually harm development can, if you just yeah. take oh, work yeah. regular hours and let people rest and you know less mistakes, have yeah. a less mistakes yeah yeah so things can just go smoother uh but yeah more work less time but oh, anyways we don't it's a culture yeah, thing we don't have to we, we don't have to blabor change. we don't have to blabor this yes. one we have other news uh, yeah. yes any other delays I, I feel like there was one more i saw uh and I, i've lost it but maybe not yeah, if anyone thinks of it, let me know. I'll do some looking while you look into the next news. All right. Uh, while uh, Alex does that, last week we discussed the possibility of Sony returning to E3, what we thought would happen. Turns out Sony heard us and they're like, no, nah, we're, we're going to answer that question right <laughs> no, now. And they said, hell no, nah, we're not going to E3. Oh, uh, Doom, and, Doom Eternal was delayed. Oh, Doom Eternal. Oh. Wait, delayed again? No, Wait. that was a couple weeks ago. But okay. anyways, no, that that wasn't it. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah. So Sony's out of E3. They just said, "No, we don't need to be there." And you know, I think they're probably smarter for it because the ESA is a hot mess. Fuck yeah, it is. Thoughts on this? The, yeah, the ESA but, is a hot mess. Like. I don't know, man. Like, so we're not going to get any dramatic, um, like Sony fires back at Microsoft press conference shenanigans, like we did with the PS4, Xbox I One. I bet they will just do it like the day after and film some crazy bullshit to put in there. Maybe, maybe. or I mean, like the week after, because they don't need to do it during E3. Like, I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. put something out during E3. I think you're right. Yeah, I would, I would go afterwards and just take over the full conversation for the rest of the summer. Yeah, like I think the. The um, most like middle fingers, double middle fingers up, jumping through the air and hitting a wheelchair moment that they had um, in that E3 was when what was it, Adam Boys and Shuhei Yoshida yeah. recorded that video, which was like well, they did the trading. Yeah, yeah games. it's like here is Sony's official platform for trading games, and like that whole yeah. thing. Like they yeah. recorded that in five minutes, <laughs> yeah. So they could that day. they could very they could totally do that again if they wanted. But uh, whoever's idea that was is a genius. Probably, probably the hitting the wheelchair was. moment was the hitting the wheelchair moment was when Jack Tretton got up and said, "And you're gonna play pay for multiplayer." Yeah, and then everyone uh, was like, "Yeah, <laughs> wait, <feeling it. laughs> well, hold on, what?" Yeah, uh, I don't. So yeah, I don't know. Uh, I think E3 has been irrelevant for a long time. Ever since Nintendo uh, started doing the directs. In, ter- in yeah, terms, just in terms of, a, I think the show itself has been irrelevant, maybe, but the week slash the 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 like season finale of video games news yeah. is still pretty relevant. I, I just like yes, I think having everyone in one room uh, from the industry yeah. is very valuable because that's where people do networking, that's where deals get made, etc. Yeah. But I think in terms of a press event, in terms of holding press conferences, that's not really yeah. relevant because. Uh, you know, in the late '90s and the early 2000s, we relied on press because you know that was the best way to get the message across, especially to the mainstream. Yep. But now companies are just reaching out directly, like Nintendo Directs when they started doing that yeah. five, six years ago. Like they were like, "Yep, that's they've been doing it, they've been nailing it, and that's well, the best way to convey the message." Also, like it, it, I, I don't know the exact cost, but I imagine like 
doing oh, some yeah. of those large EA, those a large uh, E3 processors. Like yes. the cost has to be out there. Where it's like like a Nintendo Direct, it's basically, hey, we're gonna get people from the company say, play this game is gonna come out, and people are just as excited, if not more excited. So yes. it's like they've already got people employed in those positions. And so, you know, might as well pay him to do something. So, hey, make a video. Right. Yeah. So it's like no. one of those things where I it's, it's hard to imagine that do like if you're uh, like somebody who's a, so established as like Sony, that it would be, you know, worth the cost of like like the last time that they did one where they were doing like all the different areas and stuff like so they, so they spent a lot of money on that for some reason. Yeah. So yeah. like just for context, E3, um, the cost of a booth, a 600 square foot booth uh, with no electricity, no rented TVs, no nothing, just the booth space is $10,000 per day. And oh, that's, a, yeah. that's a 600 square foot booth. Like Sony and Microsoft yeah. had like much larger, yeah. much, much, much larger booths. Like it was probably mm-hmm. in the range of a hundred to $200,000 per day for booth. Yeah. And that's just um, the booth. And that's, that's not electricity. That's not equipment. That's not yeah. the union setting everything up for you. So yeah. it's probably, yeah. it was probably costing them at least a million dollars per year just to yeah, be if, there. If yeah. not more. If not, especially, and, and like once you have the press conference in there, I have no idea what that costs. Well, especially <laughs> since also they're like paying for people to fly out there. They're yep. paying for people to promote it, mm-hmm. um, setting up. Like getting things playable and ready for E three. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, like people are crunching, making demos that work. Like it's dumb. Right. Yeah. It's it's like I it, I can't imagine that it's it's that big of a you know like what, what benefit now? Yeah. What benefit did they get? Uh, they get some sick bang energy drinks. <laughs> I mean, then it's all worth it. You um, want to drink that? What is bang? <laughs> It's a, oh, you don't know oh, about bang. It's like the bang crack energy. of energy drinks now. Yeah. Just follow the CEO on Instagram. That's everything you need to know. He, he's, a, he's, a bad, he's a bad guy. I'm going to Google it. Is this, I think he's been ousted. Bang energy. Bang yeah. energy. Buy they, they, they had a bang big presence at E3. I was not aware. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so the thing about E3 is like they're trying to like become like a more cons- like invite consumers in, but they're just kind of hemorrhaging. Yeah. Yeah, like it's just turning into games. it's turning into packs in a way. Not even though, because PAX has like games everywhere. And I haven't been to PAX, but my impression is there's games all over the place. Yep. There's indie games. There's Microsoft. There's Sony. There's Nintendo. Yep. You don't have like you can get to Microsoft if you have an E3 badge, but there's no <laughs> EA. There's no Sony. There's and like indie games can't afford to be at. E3 outside of like the indie mega booth, or they can be at like the Devolver thing if they're you know yeah. part of Devolver's. I assume Devolver only does Devolver stuff at their yeah, parking lot. They might do a mega <laughs> a mega booth equivalent where they have like five yeah. to ten developers. Because yeah. what yeah. what indie developer can afford ten thousand dollars a day plus electricity? Annapurna and Devolver, <laughs> or not de- in not developer but publisher. Yeah, Annapurna's um, great, and so. Yeah, so like any devs can't afford to like they can maybe go and like meet back, but they can't like show off their game unless they get lucky and Sony gives them some spot. But Sony's not there, so you got like Nintendo and maybe Microsoft. But yeah, it's uh, so like I don't know who this show is supposed to be for anymore. I don't know. Like I don't don't know. know, know. I don't know who. I don't know why you would buy an E3 ticket. Like 
if you're a listener and you want to buy an E3 <laughs> ticket, let, pass. Let us let us know why in uh, the email. So you can fix you wait in line. The US, yeah, I, I would probably buy really one. love. You can get activated. I, I yeah, heard that they're gonna they're gonna add yeah the entertainment for while you're sitting or standing in line. Ooh, have so somebody yeah. come around and entertain you. Yeah. I have to say, like, if I was in the area, I'd probably consider <laughs> getting a pass. Um, It'll be Sam's baby pooping. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I like, especially like, I think that there is still, especially from people who have been playing games for a long time, there's still some level of like mystique about like, oh, I'm going to E3, but I don't, I don't know. Like, like, I just remember like in the early 2000s watching uh, G4 and they had like E3 like footage and I'm like, wow, yeah, it would be so cool if I could go there. But then it's like, yeah. If I, if I could go to like the 2006 E3, sure. Yeah, yeah but I now, but like it keeps getting Not 2020. Right. Like the, the, the value proposition keeps going down of like, yeah, the, like, yeah since the advent yeah. of things like PAX, et cetera. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'd, I'd much, per, I'd personally much rather go to PAX yeah. than to yeah. but like, uh, E3. But yeah, sure. when I think of like, I think, yeah, Giant Bomb did the, uh, the, the demo disc, whatever it was. What was it called? Mm-hmm. The demo derby. Uh, the demo derby. Yeah, and they would frequently have like video segments from E3s of like late nineties, yeah. early two thousands, and yeah, like that that era of E3 wild. was insane. Yeah, and like that was totally something to aspire to, and something like yeah, that one event a year, you're like, I'm going to take my week off of work and watch what's happening, but you probably shouldn't. That is when that. all the video game news happens. Yeah, exactly. Right. But now, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Like it's there's like a big influx of news, yeah. But that's just like because that's how it's always been, yeah. And it that, like there's a less news there because it's spread out throughout the year now. Totally. And like oh, we've got stuff here, but then we'll have even more Gamescom and right. you know Gamescom like and then the Game Awards and then you know yeah, like just various I think things. Yeah, the industry is probably better for it to have it that way, uh, but. It just the ESA is showing again oh, and again yeah. that they are right. They need to that's figure out something that's what to do. That's a separate issue. The ESA is a garbage, uh, but it is a garbage. But <laughs> it's they're the ones who run E3 and do it yep. and put it on. And if they're yeah, so they're kind of a whole the clusterfuck. And <laughs> so EA or the E3 EA is a whole other thing. Um, yeah. E3. Did did you know that they're giving Dice LA to Vince Ampella? <laughs> <laughs> and like renaming I just, it. I literally cool. just heard that on something. A uh, bombcast. That was probably it. <laughs> That's uh, really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But they talked about it as if it was something that everybody knew and was very common news. Huh. Yeah, no, that's it. why I brought it up. I was like, wait, did you know wait, this? So uh, does that mean it becomes part of respawn? Uh, they're renaming it and giving it to Vince Sampella. I don't that's what Jeff Gersman said. I don't know what that means. Yeah. Uh, okay. but okay. Yeah. So Battlefield, Titanfall, sick. Hell yeah. I would love that. Titanfall 3, baby. Oh man, make Titanfall 3, please. <laughs> Titanfield. Oh god. Isn't that just Apex <laughs> Legends? <laughs> With robots? Or yeah. mechs? Give Jar Jar Binks a mech. Ray Ray Binks. I can get behind anyway. That. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, next. <laughs> uh, rumor Train. Horizon Zero Dawn Choo-choo. coming to PC. Yeah. That's that, that'd be cool. Um, I have no idea how well Guerrilla's engine scales to PC, but 
Well, uh, well, we're about to find Death, out. Yeah, Death Stranding's coming. Oh yeah, so. you're right. It is. Yeah. So there's plans already for that. So you know, you'd figure uh, that Horizon would also uh, make sense. Yeah. Like, I wonder if that's like part of the reason Horizon's one of the first ones to come. Probably. If it if it it's does, the because engine. they're already doing the work for Death Stranding. Yeah. So Horizon's a really good game. And I, I really like it. And also, I think the idea, mm, all right. <laughs> the idea of Sony um, starting to put more stuff, like their quote unquote exclusive mm-hmm. stuff on other platforms, is really good. Even if it's a few years after, yeah. like just get it out there. Yeah, totally. Like even if it's a few years after, uh, absolutely. Like that's they're they're pulling a Microsoft, it, which is really good. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. So that's that's a cool thing. Uh, next on my list. We got oh. a new Nintendo Direct. We actually had a few Nintendo Directs. Uh, we can talk about the first one first, which is Pokemon DLC expansion pack. Is that what they called it? Yeah, expansion pack. Uh, this is what two hundred new Pokemon. Two hundred new Pokemon per pack, or I think it's just total. Total. overall total. Yeah. Okay, it okay. So there are two packs, thirty bucks US for both packs. Yep. Uh, two new wild areas. What is it? Uh, Crown, crown, crown tundra, broken tundra. Yeah, crown. No, the first one is the uh, Isle of Armor, and the okay. second one is the Crown Tundra. All right. I, 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 uh, how are we feeling about this, Pokemon lovers? I, I think it's. Um, I'm extremely excited. I think it's a good move because they're th- what they basically said was that they're doing this instead of having. Uh, another version that's like the upgraded version, like the ultra sun, ultra moon, or, mm. uh, if they did another one of those, I would just like, I would, I would personally go down to <laughs> Nintendo HQ and I would slap Miyamoto. <laughs> oh so, no. <laughs> no. Don't slap so Miyamoto. Instead of, uh, but instead of, uh, having us play, uh, like, you know, buy another game and I have to start it over, all over again. This is basically like here we're going to add the extra content. We're going to add all the extra stuff, but you just pay uh, $30 for the DLC. That's, that's still pretty I expensive th- though cuz ex- like cuz they charge $60 for the base game. Right. But I've, I mean, you're getting 200 new Pokémon and like two new wild areas and they're adding in a bunch of like characters and, and stuff like, like that. Challenges so. and I think gyms too. I don't know, but if it was a good game, like that seemed like a good value. Yeah. I I just know that I have some friends who specifically wait for like the ultra versions like well, the ultra sun moon to. yeah but like they also wait because they can have all that extra content for $40 whereas mm-hmm. now if they want even if they wait they're probably going to have to pay at least $90 which you know for them for them they're just like eh that's that's a lot right so. it's i th- i think that's totally fair it's just i think that <laughs> moving I think that's their choice that they have made yeah I just think that moving over to this model, it makes more sense. It's just like, I, I definitely heard that before too, but I mean, maybe, I, I think maybe this is like the, this is like the growing pains generation of like, okay, we're going to not have all the Pokemon in there. Also, we're going to do it this way instead of that way. But I think like overall, hopefully it'll be better for it. Yeah. Uh, I honestly, if like, I think because like the DS, the 3DS didn't have, as far as I know, didn't have like proper network support for like DLC, like as far as their infrastructure, 
Like it makes sense that now that they've got the switch that they would transfer or like change their strategy to doing DLC instead of building a whole new game. Because that's like a whole lot of stuff they just don't have to do with like revamping gyms and stuff for or like, you know, story or whatever mm-hmm. for the uh, for like beginning of the game. And then you don't like now that the games are $60, you don't make people go who bought $60 game who want that extra content go buy another $60 game if they want like the the complete version or whatever. Uh, So, yeah, like Monster Hunter did the same thing this year or last year, and they were smarter for it. And uh, I think the game benefited from that. So. Uh. Next on our list, Wait, you forgot about is the next. You forgot about the other. Well, the next Nintendo, Nintendo Direct. Direct. Yeah. No, but we forgot is, about uh, the other thing that was in that Pokemon no. Direct, which is uh, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. Uh, oh yeah, right on the Switch. That's pretty cool. Okay, is that a an art, uh, remaster? A port? It looks like it's a, for a new a, game. It's a remake. It like a remaster. I think. Yeah, it looks because like a remake. it's like it's basically the original Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. But it's a completely new art style because the first one was on uh, Game Boy Advance, yeah. and oh. I see this yeah. one. Like, no, it I, has kind of like that Okami, like hard hard lines art style. Which yeah, is cool. it has kind of like yeah. a, a, a storybook. So the, the, there's actually a demo that you can play right now, and I actually played it, and it's oh, it's awesome. it, yeah, no, it seems it seems really good. It's it's not a very long demo, but if if you it's I'm I'm really excited that they're. Uh, um, bringing back some of the uh, spin-off games from the Pokemon series. Yeah, bring back Pokemon Pinball. Yeah, Pokemon Pinball Where is it? That game was great. Pokemon Snap. Hell yeah! yeah. Well, yeah, that goes with that's what thing. we need. Jesus yeah, Christ. absolutely. Nintendo. But uh, how but, but, is it? How that made Pokemon Snap? I don't even. Uh, it, was it how? I don't know because that was Iwata's company. I mean, yeah, it was. Like it was. It was how. Interesting. I didn't know that. Nailed it. Nice. I, I just like in my head, I have like the turning on Pokemon Snap and having the Howl Laboratories logo there. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Uh, cool. Uh, I don't know why. It's been like 20 years or not 20. Yeah. Like 20, 20 years, years since I played that game. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Make don't, don't think about it. Uh, it was good. Uh, yeah. So, so, so uh, Andre, what was in the other direct? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, what wasn't so in it? Was a, uh, an interesting end oh, to the gosh. fighter pass season one. Um, oh man there's so, so much they could choose from man like they have all these awesome series what could they oh, possibly I mean, pick look, they could do look look okay did they get waluigi they in goku did they get waluigi <laughs> no 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 waluigi but like look kingdom hearts has a long and sordid history on the uh on the nintendo family of consoles sora's right there baby uh you got uh i don't know who's another character uh, you got a Waluigi. Yep. The fan you, favorite. Got, you got Wart. A Wart is he a character? Uh, <laughs> well, you can get meow. You get Meowser. Meowser. Yep. Uh, uh, the, the Bowsette. Uh, you got all these characters oh, you could choose right. from. And who do they choose? Who Andre? Another another fucking Fire Emblem character. Hell yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I like Byleth. Uh, yeah. So yeah, Byleth is the new character in uh, Smash to finish out the first uh, the first Fighter Pass. How many sixth character? How many Fire Emblem characters like, are in Smash now with Byleth? Okay, let's count. No, enough. You got, you got Marth. You got Ike. You got Lucina. You got Ike. Lucina is it Lucina? Yeah. No, 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Her name's Lucina. I wasn't. Okay. Rosalina is the one I was thinking. Oh, no, of she's from Mario. Okay. So, yeah. Mar- Gary, did you say Lucina. seven, like straight off the yeah. bat, and everybody didn't hear you? Yeah. We're going through all the characters. Might have done this already this week. Okay. Uh, Marth, Lucina, uh, Roy, Shulk. Uh, Ike. Shulk is not from Fire Emblem. Shulk's from oh, yeah. That's from Xenoblade. Chronicles. You're right. Uh, you got, He's just another sword boy. Is it Krom? You've got Corin. Yeah, Krom now. Yeah, Krom. Who's the Who's the magic boy? Uh, Robin. 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 Okay, so that's seven. Yeah, and now you got Byla, so that's eight. And like yeah. the, I, the fighter pass has been so inspired, like Piranha Plant. Right off the bat, you're like, what? How do you put Piranha Plant in Smash? Very well, apparently. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you got Joker. Yeah. Like, what? Joker's here. That was, what? that was pretty cool. And the implementation of like the the final smash and like the aesthetic of uh, Persona Five into rad. like the yeah it was awesome into the game and the character really good. Terry Bogard. <laughs> Nobody saw it coming. Yep. Simon. Uh, what, what Simon? What? Simon Belmont. No, he was he was in the game. Yeah. But like, like, just in terms of ins- like inspired characters oh, that they've oh, just pulled. Like okay, just yeah, I'm just talking. About, yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, you've got uh, banjo. That's like oh, yeah. inter- everybody wanted inter- it. Yeah, intercorporational uh, collusion to bring us banjo and kazooie. Dragon Quest uh, hero. What? <laughs> Dragon Quest. Oh yeah. Uh, right. Okay. Uh, apparently it's broken, uh, but you know, still, still neat. Like the way that character Very works good, yeah, in the people. game. The way that character works in the game is really yeah. interesting. And then they're like, and last, it's another fire. See, that's, that's the thing that I think is the problem <laughs> is that it's like yeah. the last one announced. Because, I mean, like, who basically wouldn't expect that they bring the new protagonist of uh, Fire Emblem into Smash? Like, that's pretty, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty expected. But, like, to be like, all right, here's the one you've been waiting for. The final in this current fighter pack. It's... It's the new character from Fire Emblem, and everybody's just like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, yeah. yeah. It should have been Bernadette. I'm sure she'll be cool. I, I like I like Byleth. Uh, should have been Bernadette and Dorothea. I, honestly, <laughs> it should have been anyone else I, from those games. Seteth. Oh my gosh, that'd be good. I, I like <laughs> my idea where it's just like a Pokemon trainer, but it's uh, um, the heads of all the three houses: so Edelgard, Claude, and Dimitri. Or but yeah, what if it was yeah. a Pokemon trainer and it was all of the new starters from Sword and Shield? That'd be dope. That'd be. Yeah. That'd be I mean, it would just be like two people and then a guy with a drum. I don't yeah. know. It's like two. This anyway. Either, yeah. either way, it was Talion and it was a war criminal. <laughs> what? What? I mean, you've already got Yoshi. Like Max and Talion has a sniper rifle, fraud. and he. Yeah, he's, he's he has a sniper rifle and he sits in a sniper perch. It's like extremely weird that Pokemon are like ah, especially right. because they've gone down like a weird high school theme. All right, mm-hmm. and like <laughs> so they've gone for this high school theme, and then in the and so they've got one soccer player, one music guy, and then like one nerd kid. But mm-hmm. then the nerd kid has a gun yeah. in the Gigantamax mm-hmm. form. Hmm. Yeah, I think hmm. somebody in somebody at Nintendo headquarters did not think about this. Maybe hmm. that's interesting. I yeah. yeah, I didn't think about that either. All right, well, uh, yeah. So whatever. I'm sure Byleth will be cool. I I am 
I'll the like, only thing I'm disappointed about is that it's so predictable and the fighter pass has been so off the wall and bonkers. Yeah, agreed. Oh, for sure. That it's it's lame to see them close out with. Yeah, I, I, I think what could have been what could have been cool is if they were like, OK, here's the last character for the fighter pass. It's uh, I don't know, Waluigi. Uh, but then they introduce like, OK, we're here. We're, you know that we're doing this next fire fighter pass and we're going to be starting yeah. with Pilot. So like that yeah that'd be yeah, fine. We start with Waluigi. Yeah, Twice. that'd be oh, uh, yeah. that, oh. hey sure. Brian, Mr. Brian David Gilbert would be very happy. <laughs> Brian David Gilbert is Waluigi. Waluigi in <laughs> <laughs> All right, a little bit more news, then we can get out of here. Yep. Uh, GDQ games done quick, awesome Woo! games done quick. That's yep. the, that's the one awesome that just happened, right? Quick. Awesome games done quick raised a butt ton of money, yeah, three point one million dollars ish. Woo! Uh, what was their cause this time? To, it, it was cancer it was fuck or? cancer. Okay, basically. Um, the, oh, that's Stephen Amell's charity, isn't it? <laughs> I don't think they would. Oh, he actually has think, a, ca- a charity called Fuck Cancer. Yeah. No, I don't think a Games Done oh. Quick would do that <laughs> because if you swear, you'll get like banned from the show. You, there's a lot of things that'll get it's, you banned from the show. It's the Prevent Cancer Foundation. But, it is Prevent uh, Cancer. Yeah. Yeah. It's good for them that they raise a lot of money. And uh, it was also they, the 10th anniversary. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, and there's always a lot of really good um, runs on, on it. So uh, you can probably go look and. Check them out on YouTube, YouTube. or yep. yeah, yep. Anybody have any particular highlights that they they enjoyed? The glitched goose game was pretty good. Okay, where they uh, did it in about a minute and a half. <laughs> that's that's fast. That's quick. Yep, it's a pretty uh, awesome game. They did it quick. That's that's the name of the game. Mm. <laughs> it's a pretty okay game. I, they did it quick. I watched. <laughs> I watched a. Two person, one controller, blindfolded punch out uh, run awesome. in about thir- like twenty six minutes. Oh, there was another one they did. Uh, they did the Clone Hero um, kind of showcase. And if you've never seen Clone right. Hero, it's like Guitar Hero, but it's open source, oh. so they're able to do real okay. fucking buck wild shit with it. Like make like mm-hmm. um, like they can put their own custom videos in it and like have the fretboard thing at the bottom like split apart and like do weird stuff. Oh, God. So like they they oh, showcase no. like a, a an Undertale themed thing with like sand like where you'd be fighting and then or like you'd be fighting Sands basically and then the fretboard would turn sideways and it would turn like to an Undertale style fight where the frets that you're hitting like actually like correspond to like attacks and oh. stuff. Oh boy! Yeah, it's, uh, it was real. Okay. It was real cool. Also, I uh, I didn't watch it, but apparently uh, they did uh, um, Fire Emblem Three Houses, and oh, yeah. they were trying to see who would which house, uh, and they ended up uh, Golden Deer, and the voice actor who played Claude uh, called in. Oh, yeah, which is pretty yes, cool. I, I heard about that. Yeah. <laughs> that's, um, that's also, fun. there's uh, um, one of the runs that was that was fun was. Uh, the Terraria run um, because oh, it went very cool. horribly, but the, the the but the person who was running it was so positive and good that everybody was just like, man, it went really not great, but I sure that's, like that guy. That's awesome. So, it's good that they kept it positive. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to say I am disappointed that a person who was running Final Fantasy yeah. 8 turned out to be a shitlord yep. and Games Done Quick handled that very poorly, first of all, by allowing yep. that person to be there in the first place. Yeah. Yep. And then just kind of dismissing them without real 
conversation. Yeah, which like it, yeah, that mm-hmm. it, the whole thing was pretty shit. But like either way, yeah. they they did a lot of good with the event. So yes, uh, <laughs> good uh, good on them for raising all that money. Uh, Getty, did you watch any games on quick? I did not. I'm a bad person. No, no it's okay. <laughs> it's, I I didn't watch I any watch during any the either. thing. I I've just like in the past few days, like I w- catch the vods because who's got time to like actually sit down and watch a stream? Yeah, <laughs> it's it's one of those things where I I personally really like it, um, like in the background of stuff. But mm-hmm. yeah, agreed. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, there's uh, there's quite a bit that I didn't see. So a bunch of them are on uh, YouTube. Uh, one that I also haven't seen. But I'm assuming is is going to be really fun. Is the Super Mario Maker two uh, showcase? It's because good. they do those they do those blind, but it's just like really good players of um, like Mario Maker and like Kaizo Mario. Mm. Yeah, uh, it's awesome learning the stages really quickly. Yep. Uh, la- oh, last time uh, when Alex Arona was on, uh, he mentioned he was oh, playing wait. some Super Metroid. Alex Arona from where? <laughs> from Super, Super GG Radio. Radio. Wow, where can you find that? Uh, the internet. Wow. Mostly. Anyways. <laughs> uh, so he was mentioning that he was playing some Super Metroid on the uh, Switch. Mm-hmm. And the, at Games Done Quick, there was a Super Metroid oh, Impossible, yeah. which is like a ROM hack. Yes, it was, uh, it was a really interesting run. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and apparently that, per- like that person, very few people have like actually beat it because it was meant as like a Taz, like a tool-assisted speedrun mm-hmm. kind of thing. But like two people have like beaten it or like two people run it, I guess. I don't know. It sounds, it looks like a nightmare. Yes. But, uh, yeah, there was, that was a cool thing. There too. was one point where he died to the same boss like seven times <laughs> because it was just so That's, hard. It was Ridley actually, but okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, spoilers anyway, anyways, uh, moving on a few more things. Yep. We got, uh, a resident evil three and nemesis trailer. They showed off what nemesis actually looks like in, uh, the new resident evil three game. It's awesome. Yeah, they they put out some like new information. I think we talked about it a bit, a little bit last week. But uh, yeah, he he's got some teeth on that guy. Yeah, he looks like the perfect upres of the original like PS one version. Yeah, uh, he's got a flamethrower. He had a chain gun in the first one, like a rocket launcher, but flamethrower now. Yep. I'm I, super. I, I'm super looking forward to that game because Resident Evil three yeah. of the PlayStation Resident Evils and maybe the PlayStation two Resident Evils. It was my favorite. So. Okay, I I was <laughs> wow that was loud. aggressive. Sorry. <laughs> uh, now we can't cut it because we we, we addressed it, so we can't just like. Sorry, I thought that. my microphone. No. <laughs> For those listening at home, that was Sam's knuckles. <laughs> that was Sam's baby. <laughs> uh, all right, so yeah. Uh, that game is a definitively not first person. Yeah. Uh, based on that trailer, because there was some still some speculation, but yeah, definitively not first person. So sad. At least some speculation on our yep. end. That was uh, a prediction. And all right. I know who wrote this, yep. but I don't know what they're referencing. Got some fresh anime news. What, what's the fresh anime? It's news? relevant to our interests because it was announced uh, a couple hours ago that Made in Abyss season two was just announced. Ooh. So, oh. yeah. And that show is amazing. And I know you, most, most of you guys didn't like it, but uh, I still think that's probably the best show that came out this decade. I, I didn't hate I didn't it. Just I just, like, it lost my attention it, at the end. I didn't dislike it. I liked the first it few. Was just, it was just hard to watch sometimes. Oh, yes. It's extremely yeah. violent. Uh, and 
I'm more interested in the world that they've built than I am in like the characters they've got that they're showing us. Uh, Yeah. But yeah. So yeah, season two is announced. I thought you were going to bring up the new uh, Higurashi. Oh, fuck. Yeah. That is also coming. I think, I think didn't that we mentioned that before. we talked about it I in our ch- on the game of the year podcast. We mentioned it in our chats. We didn't talk about it on a podcast. I feel like it came up anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I think that'll do it for this episode. Unless anything has anybody, anything else, anybody has anything else they want to talk about. No. Okay. Well, that is going to do it for episode one Oh four of the gaming fix podcast on this. January 18th, 2020. I have been your host, Andre Cole, a.k.a. your girl's favorite podcast host. Uh, I have been joined. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at CoolSlaw, C-O-O-L-S-L-4-W. You can find the podcast on Twitter at Fix Podcasts or the website Fix.Space. Tell your friends, review us wherever you uh, get your podcasts you're, if they you're missing one of You're missing one of our core places to find us. I am not going to put... I do not think we should put our guest on Pornhub. We're not putting this episode on Pornhub? <laughs> no. I don't know. Is, is Getty, does Getty want to be on Pornhub? I, I'm in for a... What is it? In for a dollar and... Or, in for a penny, in for a pound. Yeah, yeah. there we go. Is the it's, English t- saying. I don't know what you guys have. It's already too late. Too, yeah. yeah, sure. So you can find us at Pornhub at C-O-O-L-S-L-4-W. <laughs> yeah, that's... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Allison, where can people find you? Find me on Twitter at W-R-I-T-E-R-S-E-R-E-N-Y-T-Y. Uh, Sam? Uh, you can find me on uh, Twitter at S-G-C-H. And Alex? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, uh, that is going to do but it. wait. One quick thing. Where can we, oh, find, wait, where can we find a certain Getty? Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Getty. Oh, my God. Are you going to actually make me do this? Uh, yeah, do it. Jesus. Plug yourself. Plug your podcast. I'll, I'll plug the podcast because I try not to check Twitter myself. Somebody That's somebody monitors it. Smart. There you go. So, uh, yeah, you can find uh, Super GG Radio uh, at... Uh, Twitter at Super GG Radio. <laughs> we have an email address. You can email us. Uh, it's Super GG Radio at gmail.com. It's, it's always all one word. Yeah, that's mostly where you can find it. I think we have a WordPress blog, but I, I've never used it. Okay. <laughs> Killing it. Uh, we'll, we'll hopefully have some reviews up on fix.space soon. I think Pat's got a Mech Warrior review ready to go. Yep. Uh, I don't I know. Something. I got a couple in the chambers. I, I I can't stop playing The Witcher Three or Destiny Two. So <laughs> who knows? Maybe you should write a Witcher Three review. Maybe uh, I'm I'm looking for Dandelion right now. Three, st- three so stars. Like, oh, I should mention. Did you? Um, that game is a perfect game. Uh, Andre, you should see uh, if you haven't. Jake Decker from Gamespot did a video called the the correct way to play The Witcher Three. Uh, I won't spoil it for you, but I laughed a lot. It's very good. Okay. And for what it's worth, I have watched the first two episodes of the Witcher Netflix series. It's it's. I love that show. I watched it in one day. It's it's good. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It's cheesy and very like early two thousands, late nineties production value. Yeah. I see. Everybody keeps saying the production value looks bad, but I'm like, I don't see it. This. It looks Everyone cheap. Looks great. I mean, well, it doesn't look bad. It looks cheap though. 
Like yeah. it looks yeah. like Netflix didn't want to spend a lot of money on it. <laughs> anyway, anyway, uh, which yeah, isn't like a bad thing. Actually. I think it works. I think it works for like the, the quality of the show. And I don't think it's like, Oh, they're like obviously on a sound stage. So I'm taken out of it. It's just, it's, it harkens back to an older era of TV. Yeah. Uh, Anyways. Yeah. Video. They didn't really spend their money on oh. Henry Cavill is what yeah. we're saying. Last thing. Uh, there is a humble bundle uh, for Australian uh, wildfire relief uh, donation. $25 goes to help wild animals in Australia affected by the wildfires. I'm going to buy one of those bundles and give it away on the fix uh, podcast Twitter account. Uh, so that'll go up sometime shortly after this podcast goes live. But even if you don't so, win it, uh, it, there's a lot of really good games in it, like Hollow Knight and Void Bastards yes, and Gear Truck Simulator too. Whole lot it's, of games. It's a good deal, so I would recommend it, even if you don't win it, because uh, it's it's, also, it's going for a good cause. And also support yeah. the firefighters and animals, because that shit in Australia is awful. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Like when the like when there were those. Huge fires in. Oh, I think I have to let my wife into the house. Okay. <laughs> okay. But when there were fires in California, the Australians flew in to help fight yeah. fires. Uh-huh. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Uh, yes. And same, like being from Oregon, a uh, place that has been ravaged by wildfires in recent years. Uh, you know, yeah. heart goes out to all those yeah. folks. So. Yes, uh, look for that on the on the <laughs> podcast, or go buy it yourself and support those folks. Um, a lot of game devs have been doing stuff to uh, support um, yeah. the, the fire stuff. Anyways. So, yeah. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We'll be back next week with another episode. Have a good afternoon. Thanks. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Have, have a nice day. Have a nice life. Be well. <laughs> <laughs>